Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Very Nice Podcast. I'm Yoni here in Boston. And I'm Manny here in the sunny city of Los Angeles. All I want to say is, is that it was raining at the beginning of the day, but now it's sunny. And then it started raining again. So, so it's not sunny. Partially sunny Boston, Massachusetts. It's actually like 55 today. I call that a dub. I, I call you a dub. Sexy. We, we gave out um, free bagels in the Marsh Plaza, which is like the main plaza on campus uh, for people to sign this pledge against anti-Semitism. So I would say it was a successful day. Was there anyone who didn't sign it? They were like, not. Nah, yes, bro. So many people. So like basically we set up like a table with like a bunch of bagels and cream cheese and stuff. It's like the events called like spread cream cheese, not hate. Pretty, pretty clever. Um, but then like you sign this pledge, like a Google form. And so like we actually like it was like pretty crowded around our table because like who doesn't want free bagels? But like once it started dying down when passing periods were kind of over, then we were like, you know, trying to like get people to come to the table and sign it. And we're like. Like, hey, do you want a free bagel? And like, let's say they don't want a bagel. That's fine. But then I'm like, oh, it's like, do you want to help like stop? And like, do you want to help combat anti-Semitism and racism and xenophobia and all forms of hatred? And they're like, nah. And they just kept walking. <laughs> like, I noticed when we said more often, because like the pledge is like to pledge against like not just anti-Semitism, but also like racism and stuff. Like all forms of hatred is essentially the, valid, the, valid. the wait, deal. Wait, wait, wait. We're allowing... Uh... Gypsy hatred, though, right? <laughs> I'm just kidding, obviously. Yeah, guys, don't don't take this clip out of context and post it on uh, t- Twitter when we're doomed because so many people care oh. about us. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, but what I notice is we usually start off with anti-Semitism just because we're the Israel- Israeli club. That's what because I'm the marketing director for the Israeli club. MPU. Um so like that's what the pledge like is mainly focused on because like a jewish organization started that it's like a national thing spread cream cheese not hate um so it was really funny just being like it was like so awkward like like hey like are you against anti-semitism sometimes we started off with that to get them to come over and they're just like uh and then they just kept walking away and then we're just like oh so i guess you 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 aren't against anti-Semitism. Okay, like, but did anyone actively say like no, like oh no? So this one guy who is in like the students for justice for Palestine like walked by and it's like, no food is free because we were like advertising free bagels to sign the pledge against hatred, and he was like mad that we were like having people sign a, p- a pledge to not hate people. I don't know. I don't know why he was, he was so against that but there are actual people though who like if you ask them not to be anti-semitic they'll say fuck israel and i'm just like that's... and that's when you know they're being anti-semitic and that's when they unveil their guise of anti-zionism for anti-semitism <laughs> like if you're gonna say fuck israel in response to like do you do you like jews then like <laughs> you don't like jews <laughs> exactly right let's just say that but everyone else i don't know i think people just were like just weren't you know how it is like people weren't some people weren't bothered to it was just really funny like we wanted to just like go up to people and be like are you an anti-semi like i feel like that would be the best way to get them to stop (laughs) because then they'd be like what "What? no (laughs) and then be like like, okay prove it (laughs) totally I totally um, agree with you. Yeah. So it was, yeah, like I just like we were always like after like we try to get people and they and we failed. We're like, damn. They they stand for hatred, I guess. But uh, we got a lot of signatures, a lot of signups. So. How many? If it's over eight thousand, that's a lot. Well, we only had a certain amount of bagels. Um, we only had like a few hundred bagels, and then some people signed the pledge without taking a free bagel, which like major respect. Yeah. um so probably like not eight thousand i'll say that but okay but yoni did, did you know bit. nothing is free i know they're like no meal is free shut the fuck up it's still free <laughs> hey man 
for free. You have to sell your soul to the Zionist Jews for free bagel. That seems like a pretty Jew thing to do, man. Yo, kind of random, but speaking about Jews, um, I recently realized, um, well, I have like a writing class I'm taking and my teacher, professor, had like a USC librarian come in just to like show us different ways we can access scholarly resources. And what he basically told us is that USC spends tens of millions of dollars every year just so to basically give students access to every database like imaginable. It's kind of unbelievable. Um, Not, yeah, like we just have access, you might too, and you might not realize it, but like I just have access to so much information. So, because Yoni, are you ever interested in something? And you look it up. Yeah, you are. And you look it up and you're like, wow, like, like, I literally am interested in this thing, but the only place I can find info about it is Wikipedia and history.com. Well, suddenly I could actually look stuff up. So I look up the, like, type in Jerusalem, just curious. And I come upon this like research book. And in the introduction, the author is essentially saying how every like book about the history of Jerusalem is either like poor and not like fully correct or is so long that it's unreadable. So he was like, so I'm making a short version so people can read it. Guess how long it was though? Like thousands of pages. Five, 500 pages. And he said that was like the shortened version. Yeah, honestly, for Jerusalem, a lot of shit went down there. So I can't. He starts like even before King David. And didn't King David come before Jesus? Like, was he alive? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, man. So. Yeah, damn. Well, do you just look it up? You were just looking up Jerusalem for fun or was it for a paper? No, it was for fun. I, I love Israel. So is it like a your like a USC website that's just like compiles all the databases that it pays for together? Like and then you just search it up in that website. Um like more or less. Yeah, it just has like not just like USC databases, it, it just compiles like scholarly databases. Yeah. I know I I did use some type of sort of like database search for uh like at a bu website for a research paper i was writing for someone was it wait what do you mean for someone not for a class like i was getting paid to do it <laughs> yoni did you i will have- not reveal their identity or else yoni, will be- need to do work what no was at another good- school definitely not a bu Yoni, was it good money at least? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like good yeah. money. Something like that is like a hundred an hour. Yeah, Loki. I don't work for a hundred an hour, but yeah. Like significantly yeah. above the minimum wage, you know. Yoni, are you saying this is a common occurrence for you? Um, if I'm not busy. Right now I'm busy though. Like I had another offer to do some stuff, but I couldn't. Oh my god, look at you go. What was I saying though? Wait, why did I mention that? Oh yeah, so I think BS something similar. I don't know if they like pay big bucks to access every database, but that's cool. BU over USC. I mean, I I don't really agree with that because I go here. It was actually really funny on the bus today with my good friend Jeremy, who we've had on the podcast. We uh, got on the bus together to go to class this morning, and that's when it was raining. And at that point it was pouring and I wasn't expecting it to be pouring. And I don't think many people were because the weather is weird here. And so everyone was just, and we were just all sitting soaked on the bus and it was like a cloudy day. And I'm like, there's really people like out in California, just like with their quads walking around (laughs) in the sunshine with the green grass. And we're just all sitting here like students at BU just don't look happy like we're all just like sitting in the bus we're all just because it was early like evaluating decisions (laughs) we're all just like staring at either on our phones or just like staring forward like with our like straight faces like no one's no one's enjoying themselves at that moment it was quite funny (laughs) reflecting back on that but uh you know 
is what it is. At least I can hear people like talk like this and be like wicked smart, you know. And then your beauty though. Thank you. I've tried to I, I've been getting paler and paler since I've been here. I'm hoping spring comes soon because it's April first. Which by the way, like we should do some pranks. I was oh thinking my God. <laughs> Well, did you do something? No. I just <laughs> I just like you saying that made me realize that we really should. Damn. Uh, I was considering my friend actually brought this up because I dressed up as Borat for Halloween, right? Right. You guys remember? I still have like mustache and the suit and stuff. Like, what if I just like go around on campus as like a Walmart Borat, just fucking with people? <laughs> what if I text my group chat and tell everyone I'm dropping? Yeah. Like April Fools. <laughs> <laughs> They're like too late. You're gone. <laughs> yeah that would backfire so hard <laughs> yeah you're right i'm not i'm not gonna do it that's tough but um yeah i don't know you know there is a you know there's a player on the rockies the colorado rockies who's like he goes by borat no he does not like i think his name's boris technically that makes like, me like the rockies so much more but like i say like we reach out to him because i think he's a feasible guy to get on this podcast dude yes let's do it and he'll be like wow it's named after like like he dressed up as borat for a uh like some charity baseball event or like some like practice like there's a video of him dressed up as borat playing baseball like on the field and i'm like this is great do you think i know enough about baseball though or do we know enough about baseball collectively to have this guy on the podcast be honest i think if we just like spend like a bit more time getting to know him and his career and also the Rockies. Cause I mean, they suck. So we can ask him how he feels about being on a shitty team. Um, how much he's getting, he's getting paid. He's getting paid. Okay. Wait, can yeah. you finish your April fool's idea though? You want to show up to Walmart as dressed as Borat? <laughs> no, <laughs> I would be like the Walmart version of Borat because obviously Borat is the Borat, you know? But I would, like, be dressed up as him walking around campus, like, fucking with people. Oh, my God, dude. You could, like, steal people's stuff and be like, la, 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 la. You will never get this. <laughs> and then just get taken get down by the BUPD. <laughs> oh, my God. You should totally do that. But you got to have someone film you, obviously. Oh, yeah, I know. I definitely would have, like, one of my Pledge Brothers film me. That reminds the me scheme? of MIT. What is that? The scheme? The actual scheme for you, though, would be to... uh to like go to another campus so that way you can do some really outrageous shit without having to worry about like yeah people you know yeah actually that's a great idea and there's so many near me so i would definitely do some fuck shit at like harvard just fuck with the the kids there run back mit yeah facts i just go into the classroom and (laughs) like the same lecture hall i was in for that video we posted on our tiktok which if you haven't seen it check it out and just like fucking i don't even know just wreak havoc you honestly should dude i mean you have a whole day to go out and do this the world is your oyster no that would be actually so fun imagine like my friend jeremy who is the one i recorded doing that prank at mit imagine like him or me in a borat costume asking like ridiculous questions like, eventually, like, I don't know what the professor would do. Like, we probably have to run away from the MIT police, but, like, they can't be fast, so, like... No, of course not. We would outrun them. Definitely. I'm going to make this happen. Once, like, my time frees up, like, you guys are going to have to make it go viral, okay? Because I don't want to do it for, like, a couple hundred views, okay? <laughs> Imagine I go to prison for, 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 the, for the podcast. Yoni, then you could film the podcast in prison. That would be a very special episode. You were like, "Ah, I'm coming from you live in prison. I can't sit down. (laughs) Do do you get? I have to do much. Yeah. Anyway. Very odd hypothetical. Don't don't go to prison for the podcast. Go to prison for tax evasion. It's actually crazy though. Like it's so hard to prosecute people for white collar crimes. You know, once you're rich, you can basically commit any crime you want. Yeah, bro. If you have good enough lawyer, Yoni, I want to tell you about 
a very crazy scheme, man. Kind of unconnected to what we've been talking about, but all right. I apologize, viewers. Uh, the podcast was just interrupted because I've had my window taken. Um, it's mid podcast. Your knock on the door, and I'm like, I'm filming a podcast. I tell them, assuming like, tell me the very nice podcast, guys. Come on. Yeah, like I, I assume they'll leave. Then I hear the knock again, and I'm unhappy. Okay, I don't like being interrupted mid pot, so I kind of swing the door open, like haphazardly, like a little upset. And it's just two workers, like two guys, and they're like, "We're here for the window," and I'm like, "What?" And the next thing you know, man, they just come in, they take a little thing, they pop it on the window, they go, and then they pop off my entire window, and now it's gone. So I don't have a window. So there's just just straight nature air coming into your your room it's just nature is right there i got no i got a screen actually so i got Uh, okay but (laughs) they said they're gonna be back with a new window so um i have to pause the podcast (laughs) mid pod he comes they come back with what if they were just two men disguised as workers who just wanted to steal your window and they (laughs) They successfully did dude okay that's smart that's a genius way to steal some windows i don't know how there's like the small there's like a little crack on it so i guess they were did you like tell like maintenance or like did you call it in i did not call it in they just knew wait really yeah because they came in for a check over spring break and they saw it oh interesting dude at my at my dorms like for a while like up until like a month ago this whole semester like the shower drain one, the shower pressure was like really off on the shower head. So it like hurt when it hit you, like the water. And like the shower drain was like completely clogged. And like even when you turned it to shower mode, it was still coming out of like the main um faucet, like it was a bath. So it just did like you were just like sitting in water when you were taking a shower. <laughs> and like nobody like we had to like call it in and then like a guy came to fix it and then he didn't fix it. So then I had to call again. That's they gotta awesome. chase them down to fix it, and they just steal your window without asking. That's that's that sounds like Boston. That sounds like yeah, Boston. man. The workers are all like, "I yell me how to fix the window." No, first time they thought I called in a clogged toilet. I'm like, "No, clogged shower drain, bud." So the guy shows up to my door with a plunger, and he's like, "Oh, okay, I'll be back in an hour." Did he? Did he have the stereotypical Boston accent? Yeah. I'll be back in like, my bad guys because I told you have to like tell the RA and then the RA tells the maintenance and I'm like I told the RA the RA doesn't doesn't understand yeah broken telephone out here damn um yeah it's a it's a tough life out here man because I didn't actually you know what though as bad as this is Yoni it actually worked out because I lost my uh room key a while back so I've been leaving my door unlocked um no one robbed me, please. Um, <laughs> yeah, the USC listeners like, oh, shit, let's go. Um, and if they had come while I wasn't here, when they finished, they would have locked the door when they left. So oh, they can just come in if you don't answer. Yeah. Yeah, apparently. Oh, that's interesting. For us, like, Dude, we have to be here for them to come in. My room is so messy. Like, these guys are like this slob. This slob. <laughs> Like they, I think they they're pretty used to it. I feel like the average male at any college is, uh, I think college maintenance guys are used to filth. Hey, man. My room, on the other hand, is quite clean, at least my side of the room. You have so much more space now. How is it dirty? Like, you have so, many, so much space to put things. <laughs> There's no one holding me accountable, dude. If anything, it's just more stuff to put my messes, more places to put my messes. I would compare how well I take care of this room to, uh, you know what? I can't really think of a good metaphor, but you get the idea. I I don't take care of it. That's tough. Well, what was the wild story, the funny story you're going to tell us before they stole your window? Yeah, fucking hell, man. It's it's been a tough day. Anyways, the story, um, very interesting. I, I know a guy who... Um, one of the first times I met him, he says to me, hey, Manny, um, I can get you stuff for free. 
I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, what do you want? Like, I can get you anything under $1,000 for free. I'm like, okay, you're gonna have to elaborate on that, you know? Because like- Sounds like a scam. Right, right. And he goes, all you have to do is pay me um, something like, so no, okay. Sounds like a scam. It's not a scam, but essentially (laughs) what I eventually found out (laughs) is what happens is this guy okay let's call him um so this is a friend of yours like you know this guy yes he's a friend of mine i'm not gonna say where he goes to school i'm not gonna say any specifics just that he's a good guy okay um and all you need to know about this guy is that essentially it's like i found out about him because he said the thing about like oh manny you know like let me get you stuff for free but more specifically what he does um is he'll order stuff from amazon it'll come to him he'll then like i this is where it it gets a little confusing i think he either says it never got there or he says he shipped it back but regardless like this guy like they give him a refund they give him a refund um and because because amazon is so big According to him, like they don't like they're not keeping track of it. So he he said most stuff he um he sells and I think he's made something like so the way he makes money off of it, because he doesn't just need stuff, is he does it for other people and then it, he either charges them 10 or 25%. So I could get like a TV for 25%. Of its actual of, of the price. Ah, I see. And because he can sell it so much less because he's paying zero dollars for it. So he's making like a hundred percent. Yeah. And I think up. he's making it over thirty thousand dollars. And <sighs> and you know, I'm like, dude, you're gonna go to jail. And <laughs> <laughs> did that's illegal. <laughs> um, but his argument is that. Amazon literally loses over a million dollars every day due to people doing what he's doing, but they're not going to take the time to track them all down because like, it's so insignificant compared to the amount. That's of crazy. Considering like a million dollars a day is a significant amount of money to lose as a company, but just not for Amazon. Well, well cause I don't know if you That's know crazy. this. Um, if you return, like, let's say you get something from Amazon. If you decide to return it, it doesn't mm-hmm. go back in stock. It goes like a specific place where you can buy returned items because oh. Amazon makes items so quickly that it's actually not profitable to like repackage it to put it back in stock. That makes sense. Yeah, I was going to say like for Amazon, like pretty much any online seller, I feel like it'd be a hassle like to take returns and try to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But here, here's the craziest thing about Amazon. You know how Amazon obviously has tons of like consumer data yeah they constantly run tests like changing the prices of their goods kind of like they're testing like the supply and demand graph they're seeing what price can sell how many um so when amazon gets a new shipment of something let's say they get a new shipment of bike helmets but they already have like enough bike helmets in stock what they'll do is they'll change the price of bike helmets to sell all of them so then they can then put in the new stock they have their own supply and demand. <laughs> like they can, they can just determine like, okay, we have to make it this cost. So well, cause they have a surplus. So like, yeah, they're going to lower the price. But the thing is like, you know, the exact cost they need to, to sell the exact amount of units they want. Yeah, to. bro. That's fucking math and shit. That's, e- that's economics. Stonks. That's crazy. Wow. So pretty much anybody can do this. Oh, but he yeah. he makes a business out of it because people are smart. Well, well, it's because people aren't smart because they don't do it. Yeah, because they just feel. I mean, I don't know. Either way, it's like, like let's say somebody doesn't do that because they're like, they feel guilty. Like you know, it's obviously like a moral violation for many people because it's like theft essentially. But, but like if you're a customer of the guy, doesn't that make you just as implicit i have i have never done it myself i just want to clarify no yeah i'm just saying like i'm just like curious why his customers don't just do it themselves for zero dollars 
That's a great question. Um, laziness. I wish, probably is a laziness. No, Loki, that's what it comes down to. Like with fake IDs as well, like anyone can get their own fake ID on like one of these suppliers that everyone knows, but then they still do it through some guy who then does the work for the order. Right. And they, he upcharges them because like he's putting in this work, you know? Right. That's more honest work if I say so. <laughs> definitely. I definitely. But... But I will say, I think a part of it is like he uses VPNs and like specific stuff so he doesn't get caught. Oh uh, yeah, that's smart. Um, I feel like he's gonna get caught eventually though. <laughs> catch me, like, catch me if you can, style. Like, I'll never get caught. Get right, caught. Right now, I mean, he's not doing like it that frequently, but at some point, you know, like greed is what leads to most people's downfall. <laughs> Who said that? The Batman? I did. I made a new quote. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Yoni, are you the Batman? Um, have you seen the new one? I have not. Oh, it's great. I just like, I don't have, like, I don't even know where, like, I, I've seen movie theaters in Boston, but they're not, like, close to me. Particularly. Yoni, so I, I have to, like, shagadelic movie. I've heard, but I just, like, don't. You have to go out of your way. Yeah, and I'm just I'm always doing something. Are you? I have to like schedule it. Yeah. Are you a busy guy, Yoni? Honestly, yeah. I do too many things. Yoni. Gotta cut what, down. What takes up you the most of your like most of your time? Definitely school. But besides school, I would say it's all pretty even. Like I do I have a lot of like smaller roles and like a bunch of different things, but like it all just adds up. Like uh students for israel my fraternity uh radio show i do at the radio how's station. that been going man you can been it? good yeah check it out guys if you are if you are in... is cheating on us uh, <laughs> well i would say i'm not because it's a different sphere because podcast different than radio i would never do another podcast they, they also do podcasts and i was like and i was like no i'm not doing a podcast because we you also know, play I... we also play music so you know, I could actually minor in podcasts here. Really? We don't have a podcasting one, even though, like, I'm in the communication school. We don't have, like, a podcasting so, area okay. of study. Apparently, oh, it probably is through the communication school. Apparently, USC has, like, the number one communication school in the country, which is just so USC. Sometimes, like, there's just stuff that's just, like, so random that you're, like, only USC would have this for no good reason, just, like, for the sake of, like, having it. I know B BU's like medical research lab for like CTE is like the the top. Like everyone sends their dead football players to 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 the BU's medical school. That's good. <laughs> yeah. So um, I guess we know how to do that. Wow. Also, apparently organic chemistry here is the hardest class in the country, but I don't take organic chemistry, so organic chemistry anywhere like maybe it is the hardest in bu i believe you well that's just because our grade deflation is really bad so it's like, like based off like grade dude bu or not bu organic chemistry sounds like the worst class ever yeah it's tough <laughs> any uh pre-med uh any pre-med person or chemistry major our boy daniel is gonna have to do it at some point i know i think is he taking it right now no, no, organic like chemistry is an upper level class. I feel like you take it like sophomore year. Like it's not that yes, higher up. Yes, yes, yes. That sounds right, actually. Or junior year. Yoni. Yeah. Um, you want to tell the viewers what we're planning for Passover? Oh, yeah. So the all the homies are converging back together in the holy land of Denver, Colorado for Pesach Passover. If you don't know what that is. You're fucking anti-Semite, and you should go sign the pledge against anti-Semitism. Link at Israeli Club APU on Instagram's bio. Anyway, wait. I'm sorry. I just have to pause, dude. I just realized that the whole pledge is ridiculous because you can sign a pledge saying you're not going to do anything doesn't mean you're not going to do it. For example, uh, there was a club in my high school, and it was like the Green Club, like Protect the Earth, and they basically like made everyone sign this pledge saying that they would never like ever you like do all these different things um for the environment like 
for the environment. So they would like never use plastic ever again. They would never use plastic cutlery and all this stuff. And then they showed like a statistic based off all the pledges and like average lifespan of how much we were going to reduce carbon emissions in, in the next hundred years. And I'm just like, I'm literally eating <laughs> with a plastic fork as I signed it. Like it's not how that works. <laughs> Yeah, everybody I mean, like sees the the statistics and stuff who signed it's like that's not gonna happen exactly <laughs> like so for all you know you could have given a neo-nazi a bagel today <laughs> you know i feel like you're definitely right i feel like our pledge expectations like the expectations set out in our like our pledge are a lot lower than the expectations of that of that environmental one i feel like it's just like don't be racist like i feel like most people are on the same page there (laughs) so we're not really asking much of people to do any more than they are it's just kind of like i think they just want to see how many people have signed this pledge against this and like an act of but i i do see what you're saying you're you're Uh, right it is a little different Imagine it's like a buy, like in the fine print, like binding contract. If we have proof that you violated this, you will be sued. (laughs) That'd be hilarious, actually. Or imprisoned. Yeah, that would be actually really funny. (laughs) That would be a funny Um, skit. Like environmental club goes to the extreme. That would totally be a Larry David situation. Like he signs something as a joke. Yeah, like begrudgingly signs some shit, especially in California. and, And then. And then he, later on, they're like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm, I'm just doing this. Like, you can't do that. Like, like you can't. Like, you said you like would. You, you signed this pledge. And, and he's like, guys, I'm trying my best, okay? And then they just, like, oh. <laughs> the cops show up. He's oh in the fucking God. pen. That'd be funny. I'm going to suggest that to him. Be like, hey, Larry David, good episode idea for season 11. Um, isn't I've never actually, like, I've seen episodes, but I haven't seen all of it, which means it's kind of great. Cause I can like, um, at some point, like if yeah. I'm ever upset, I can just make my life better and watch just, all of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, bro. Binge watching, it's, a, it's fun. You know, I don't know if I told you this, but I actually, I definitely didn't tell you this. Yesterday I saw some random girl with a Curb Your Enthusiasm shirt and it made me think of you. No way. My pledge brother, Morris, shout out to him. He's He wants to be on the 100th episode. I said yes, but we'll see. Whoa, whoa, that. whoa. Morris, man. I, I've never met you, man. I don't think it's happening. He's a homie. He's a homie. How about we uh, connect you guys, and then if you approve, because he's a cool dude. Morris has to really impress me, man. Wait, dude, we're low-key getting close. This is going to be episode 85, which is like, I guess it's kind of a milestone, because it's fives. I don't know. Not really, but like imagine if somehow we end up together and we probably won't actually, but it'd be lit if we were together for it. Loki 15 weeks from now could be August, which is when we would be together because I'll be back from Israel, which reminds me, I gotta bring my mic to Israel. Hey man, that'll be lit. So I do podcasts at the beach. No, what I think would be more lit. If you didn't go and spent the summer with me instead. Sorry, Boo Boo Bear. Please, please, just do it. Just do it. Just just do it. Yeah, I'm going to back out. The $500 already put as a deposit. I'm going to put down the drain. I'll give you $500. Just don't leave me. Oh, that's sweet. Bribing me. That's a new level of friendship right there. Bribery. Dude. New level unlocked. Best friends bribe each other, man. Backs. You love. <laughs> Yoni, man. Just don't leave me. The 100th episode is going to be lit anyways. But what was I saying? Oh, yeah. He has this, like, limited edition Curb Your Enthusiasm hoodie. My friend Morris. It's really fucking... Like, I look, I want... I was like, bro, that's sick. I'm totally going to buy one. And then I was like, it's very expensive. But it's like, on the back of it is a picture of, like, young Larry David. Like, with hair. He had hair. hair. I know, right? It's really funny. And it's like really soft. And I'm like really jealous. Like I want to just rub my face against it really against, softly. Against Larry David's hair? Uh, That actually, yeah. But I was talking about the hoodie. But now that you mention it, I'd just be curious to feel what it's probably like pub, probably pubic-like. But uh, yeah, I don't not like that, man. 
Bro, it's gonna be so sad the day Larry David dies. Like, I can't. Like, I don't know. Like, I just put that in my head for no reason. What, what celebrity would be the saddest for them to death? Ooh, now Rushmore, dude. Top four saddest celebrity deaths. Ooh, I like that. Well, I'll definitely put Larry David there because that's definitely. I think he'd definitely be top four. <sighs> Who else? Pain Manning. Pain Manning would be tough. That's gonna suck. Too. Do you want to switch back? Do you want to do two? So I don't take. No, any. no, no. I want. I want okay. you to do all four. There's another like. Honestly, Benjamin Benjamin Netanyahu. That'll be sad. I thought you were gonna say Ben Shapiro, and I was about to be like, "What is wrong with you?" <laughs> I wanted to say Trump just to like fuck with people. <laughs> I'm gonna miss that orange man. He was a great, great, great man. It's gonna be very interesting when he dies, though. Like people are gonna find <laughs> Republicans should be like, not Republicans. Republicans like who are in Congress are gonna finally say. We we don't have to. That's like didn't I feel like some public conservative public figure died and like everyone was celebrating. <laughs> I forgot who it was. Like the guy with cancer. Oh, you mean John McCain? Oh not- no, people no people respected respected him a lot. But he, that's another that's a good example of where people did respect him. He did die, right? Yeah, he did die, unfortunately. But it was like no, nah, it wasn't like a, a political figure. He was like in politics, but he wasn't like a politician. He was uh, like a, a talk show host or some shit. And everyone was like, "Go to Reddit." Yeah. Um. Psh, shit, man. Uh, Nikola Jokic. I'm kind of just doing athletes, but that'll be sad. Wow. He's a light in this world. And then. Psh, I'll probably pick another comedian because it's just really sad when they die. Honestly, no, Kanye West, bro. I love my my dude, boy Kanye. Imagine when Kanye dies, like, like just imagine, dude. Fucking plot twist. He's the Messiah, like he's basically been <laughs> saying, and then like he just doesn't die, like he just gets reborn. Um, Kanye is just like to explain how good Kanye is. Yesterday, I'm at the gym with my buddy. And I asked him to guess the Kanye song I'm listening to. I said, he gets eight guesses and he can guess albums to narrow it down. The first time we played, it wasn't until the eighth guess that he figured out which album it was. Because Kanye just has so many albums, man. When was his first album released? Like 2004? 2002, I think. College dropout, graduation. Um, after that, I lose order. I know there's 808 heartbreak. Dark Wait, Twisted. was late registration before college dropout? Oh my god! And the, yeah, no. Late registration dropout. was the first one. Um, no college dropout, then late registration, graduation, 808 heartbreak, uh, Yeezus, Dark Twisted Fantasy, Pablo, um, Yay, uh, Jesus is King, King Donda, Donda, Donda Two. Is that 11 album? Oh, I forgot about Donda too. I haven't listened to it because I can't. <laughs> yeah. There is actually a way to like lo- use someone's login to the- his STEM player website. It's too much effort. Like, I-, I saw it on TikTok. It actually worked. Too much yeah. effort. Yeah, I'm curious. Apparently it wasn't good, but that's okay. Kanye still the goat. Yeah. I bet like it was probably just him like yelling about ski, like fuck ski. He's just very emotional right now. Hey man, it happens. It happens to the best of us. I love you, Kanye. Wow. Um, interesting that you didn't choose like your mom. Like you think that like oh, she's your. You, we said celebrities. Is your mom not a celebrity in your eyes? I mean, like, like she's definitely like number one person, but like celebrity, like define celebrity, like a hey, lot number of number one person, man. What about your dad? He's number two. <laughs> I love Yabo. I would, if I was like in anybody's like top five of like saddest deaths, I'd be like happy. Like, I'd be like, be like, okay, at least I mean something to someone, you know? Like, wait, wait, someone else, because obviously you would be for your family, but like outside your family. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I suppose outside my family. Yeah. Well, for me, I have my four family members, but who's the fifth? Exactly. 
<laughs> you have to decide <laughs> between your best friends. <laughs> I choose my dog. Oh, wait. She <laughs> passed away, unfortunately. <laughs> I do miss her a lot. Anyways. I guess you just have to have your best friend die now and compare your <laughs> levels of grief oh <laughs> to see which one hurts more. Knock on wood, Jesus. <laughs> oh, no, but the thing is, I have to be there because I was there when my dog died, which means I have to be there when my best friend dies. So I have to go to war with my best friend. Hey, Yoni, yeah, you want to join? Bro, let's do it. Me and Daniel have been talking about it. Let's just fucking send it. Let's all quit. Have you, have you for real been talking about it? Yeah, we're both like so want to drop out and just like leave the country. Enjoying the idea. Yeah, getting the Ulpan, become fully fluent, fucking get some guns. It'd be crazy. Fight, fight Iran. It'd be crazy if us three did it together, dude. That'd be funny. That'd be crazy. You being like fluent in Hebrew. That'd be dope. No, but like us three, imagine we all are like in the same unit. <laughs> yeah, we're just like band of brothers type shit. <laughs> do that. That's like totally like a world in which us three like go out and do that. And then like, oh my God, Yoni, you could totally, con- you could convince me, man. <laughs> Let's fucking do it. Just take like anyway. a, a break. You don't even have to drop out. Just ask for like two years off. <laughs> And then we all just go. I know that's a thing at USC because I read the third door book that they gave us about this. It's about this guy who like, he actually went to USC and then he, well, eventually he dropped out. But at first he took a sabbatical, which you can take for up to seven years, he said, to like go on this journey to uh, meet the most successful people and like find out how to become successful. Good book, by the way. It's called The Third Door by Alex Benan, Persian Jew way to become successful well i mean the whole thing is it became successful through this book so he didn't like so it's kind of like the product itself of chasing after all these people was his success story is what he needed his success story that's stupid but essentially it's called yeah but no that's not that's not like what he gets at at the book at the end like that's how he was it was successful for him personally but basically like it's called the third door because the world's most successful people like found this third door to like accomplish like they found a way like basically they use this analogy where like you try to get into a club you can either like uh get in line and wait with everyone else or be a, in a, a vip and get in faster through the vip line or you like go around the alley sneak in through the back door go through the kitchen and then into the club and that's the third door like you always find a way and this guy found a way by writing a book exactly <laughs> anyways no no that is actually very sick um the issue is like a lot of people who try to find the third door probably don't find it and then they die of poverty yeah that's why like, i feel bad because like you can try your hardest and like it just like like you can have that mentality which is a great mentality to have that like you can persevere through anything but like a big a pretty much like i mean like everyone I, and then it's funny, I read this other book out called Outliers, which I've mentioned about like a, a couple different things. But like that book basically says the opposite, where it's like basically people who are successful, it's like like it has to do with like partly like talent and genetics, but also like luck, like yeah, Bill that, Gates. That's exactly what I was going to say. So like if your timing just doesn't work out for you because like it just doesn't like it doesn't work out for a lot like you know like you you just have to be lucky you just have to be in the right place at the right time and even if you like do everything right which is great like it just could still not work out and that applies to companies too like you could have a great product a great yeah team, like luck is totally a factor so yeah it's just like what's happening around the world so like for instance yeah like Bill Gates where he grew up. It was like one of the first, like one of the first computer labs in the country was at a school. I feel like a new man, a new man with a new window. Anyways, yes, as you were saying, even Bill Gates got lucky, you know, man. And so I think, I think with that, it's time for me to list, uh, list no, the four. More. Yeah. I say the first, um, I, I also think like it's good to include a comedian. It's going to be really sad when 
Um, Robert Will. Wait, 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 wait. He's wait. dead. <laughs> Were you gonna say uh, uh, what's his name? That comedian Robert. Um, I think it's Robert Williams. Yeah, he died. Wait. I'm talking Robin Williams. Yeah, Robin. Robin, sorry. Robin, yeah, he's dead. What? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, dude. Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh. Oh. Oh, my God. Okay, let's, let's move on, dude. Um, Let's go to sports, then. Let's go to sports. <laughs> I would be so devastated if Kobe died. <laughs> what? Betty Brown. <laughs> I hate to break it to you because it's not like you're a totally big basketball fan and didn't hear about his death uh, approximately hey, two years ago, but he's dead. <laughs> Kobe died. You're kidding. All right, all right. Let's move on to musicians. Let's move on to music. Let's move on to music. Well, fucking hell, dude. That's so fucked up. Well, I really love um my favorite artist. Who it'd be really devastating if anything happened to him. Um, Juice World. <laughs> There's so many. Uh, your boy, uh, your boy <laughs> overdosed on the perks, man. <laughs> you have to be kidding, man. There's actually somebody to choose from that one. I was gonna be like, is he gonna say Pop Smoke? Is he gonna say Mac Miller? Oh my, Mac Miller's dead. <laughs> the fellow Jew, man. It's the fellow Jew, dude. Oh, Mac Miller's actually way sadder than Juice World. Yeah, they're all yeah. Mac Miller was that was tough. Actually, Mac Miller and Juice World are equally sad, but they're both sadder than XXX Tentacion because he beat his girlfriend. What about Pop Smoke, King of New York? Make the way to walk. It's actually crazy how many musicians died. I'm glad that like chilled out after like there's like. A bunch of consecutive ones. It's kind of, yeah, man, for real. Um, Everyone was like worried, like, oh my gosh, what if like a big artist dies, like J. Cole or something? I was like, that's kind of rude to the people who died, but you know. But actually, though, what's your, what are your, um, my last one? Yeah, give us your last one. Somebody who is not already dead, Manny. Well, actually, this guy is a journalist because he reports like great stuff. <laughs> what? Just go. He. I see you're smart. Traveling. Yeah, yeah so traveling the world. Wait, does he yeah. eat food? Yeah, he's like my favorite journalist. Oh my god, is his name Anthony uh, Bourdain? Bourdain. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's dead. He's fucking dead, Manny. He's in the fucking ground. Don't eat, dude. <laughs> Take it back. He actually killed himself. Oh my god, this is even worse. I think no, but for Robin Williams' death, I'm actually like, did he like there's like dispute whether he killed himself or not? Because yeah. like he was good he did, but like it was because not because he was depressed, but because like he had some illness and he's like, this is just not worth living with. No, I thought he killed himself like through some weird sexual thing. What? Is that not true? Like, what was this? What was the thing? I don't. And then see. you're just like, bleep, 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 bleep. <laughs> it's just vulgar. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna say it. I don't think that's what it was. No, like I think I could be very mistaken, but I thought it was like some like weird fetish thing where people get off at like asphyxiating themselves as they 
climax and then he accidentally killed himself is that not oh, I've, I've heard of that i don't think that's why no. wait i want to look this up we need to get to the bottom of this mystery that's sad though he said died by suicide but he had been diagnosed with parkinson's disease but an autopsy showed he had louis body disease he actually is a great actor Oh, well, it says that, yeah, so he was diagnosed with Parkinson's, so he's probably just like, fuck this shit, I'm out. <laughs> but then his autopsy showed that he actually had Lewy body disease, which is also bad. It's dementia that occurs with some combination of fluctuating cognition, recurrent visual hallucinations, rapid eye behavior, sleep behavior disorder, and Parkinsonism. You know, as long as sounds like a worse version of Parkinson's disease. You know, all of these people I named are dead, and that's awful. But as long as like heroes from the 20th century are still alive, I'll be okay. You know, like Malcolm X. Why would he? (laughs) Yeah, they're all alive. They're all alive and well, thankfully. Okay, you know what, Yoni? Okay, fine, fine. You want a top four? Okay, the day at least Iron Man's still alive. At least we still have our superheroes. That's fucked up. He's dead. <laughs> Yoni, the day Borad dies, I'm, it's going to be devastating. Fuck. Oh, my God. I didn't include Sasha Baron Cohen, and I feel awful now. Um, I just, like, can't even That'd imagine pretty fucking what's going to happen when, when uh, Drake dies. Yeah, that's going to be a big one. You took Kanye, so I had to say Drake. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna be super sad when Barack Obama dies. Like, like yeah, I'm gonna be so devastated. Was that sarcasm? No, <laughs> I feel like that was sarcasm. I mean, I'm not gonna be happy, but like, he's definitely not in my top four. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll probably take. I will be sad. Monica but... Lewinsky. She's in my top four. <laughs> um, we really sad when Frank Ocean dies and he still hasn't dropped a new album. Facts, bro. But above Come on, all, man. Above all, man, I would be sad when you die. Wow. I guess I am a celebrity co-host of the very nice podcast. That would that that I'd say that makes you famous. Definitely. Damn. That means I didn't I didn't cl- include you on my celebrity list. How does that feel? Feels okay, man. Feels just all right. Are you ever sad that, like, even if you're like, let's say, like, we both become successful, you know, do good things, gotta make, accomplish some great things, like, eventually we'll just be completely forgotten in history. Because, like, after enough generations, like, you're just like, I don't know who my great great grandfather is, even. That's okay. I don't need to be remembered. Oh my God. I heard of this crazy theory though that might make you feel better. It's called the egg theory. Have you heard of it? Like what came first? The chicken or the egg? Okay. No, I have not. It's, it might sound like a little scary at first, but it's actually like kind of awesome. It's the idea that, that, okay. So for the egg theory to work, it's the idea that reincarnation reincarnation exists okay and each time you get reincarnated yes your physical body is changed but your soul moves on to a new body and each time you get reincarnated your soul forgets almost everything from your past life but it holds on to some like key parts of it before Mm -hmm. you get the new person and the idea is um because you can be reincarnated to any time like we look at life as linear right because we live we go and then we die but reincarnation can happen any time like we could die and be reincarnated in 1940 you know like there's no so the idea is each time each but through each life you live you become a slightly better and better person yeah and because you keep getting reincarnated you can basically be reincarnated into and forever yeah that's like wasn't that what that's what hinduism is no but but hear me out 
which means you get reincarnated all the way from the first person all the way to the last person, meaning that everyone around you is, is actually you. you, just a different reincarnated version of you. And it's called so, the egg. Yeah, continue. It's called the egg theory, though, because the idea is that at the very end, after you've lived the life of every single person through all of time, which like that is not an infinite number. Like there is a finite amount. Yeah. Only then will you essentially have reached your soul, reached a level. There's only one thing left for you to be, and that's God. And that's what yeah. it's called egg theory, because you live all these lives in the egg, and then once you're God, you hatch. So does that mean like so are there different universes where each soul like are there is there more than one soul or are we all just like the one soul that that's that's you know? the thing like we all have the same soul i think like judaism kind of touches on that because i'm definitely yeah yeah exactly so like definitely like there's some religious backing to that it's interesting because like i was gonna ask if like when you get reincarnated in the past like does that does that not change the past? Like, does is that, it's like essentially time travel. Once you die, like, let's say we die in like 2080 and then you don't remember. But like, that means like our life is like, let's say because that happened in the past and let's say that's our next reincarnation. We, we then, once we die, like in 2080 in the future, then we go back to 1940. It's like our life is predetermined because like, we know what that, we know what happens back then because that was history right but somebody knows what happened to us right now because like somebody knows they're in the future had this conversation so does that mean like everything's predetermined or or there's a bunch of different universes in which your soul gets reincarnated into and each one you're able to like let's say like you get reincarnated as adolf hitler like you are that person because that would be one of the all the people living like eventually you'd be him and then let's say at that point you're towards like the end of your reincarnations, right? So you're like become Why would a pretty Hitler good be person. One of the high points? No, I'm saying like, what if you were to become, like, let's say you're near one of your high points, and then you're Hitler, and then you're able to like be a normal good guy instead of Adolf Hitler, no, and like no, no, history no. changes. We, I, uh, so everything's predetermined. Well, no, because we did it ourselves. It's determined by us. You just don't don't know that it's determined by us. Like, yes, it's predetermined. So then wouldn't we have to reincarnate chronologically? Okay, so no. Is that just my simple human brain? Yes. (sighs) Manny's my god. I will say, though, (laughs) the big uh, realization I had in, in Israel, I took notes on this, I could find them, is the idea that basically every single religion is built around the idea of oneness. Yeah, I mean, especially considering that um, a lot of the polytheistic religions kind of died out, except like Hinduism is not Yeah, but like even Hinduism, they actually believe in reincarnation. So in Yeah, the- but they believe in all these like weird deities. So it's like kind of like, what's their deal? <laughs> yeah, but like they believe... What's the deal, Hinduism? I don't know, man. It's crazy stuff, man. Well, I think with that deep philosophical discussion, I think that's a great place to stop this episode. Um, We hope you guys had a wonderful time listening to our hopefully pretty voices. I know mine is. People have told me that Manny's is a little high-pitched, maybe a little sassy, maybe a little too sexy. All the above, various responses. Um, But yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Um, If you want to check out our funniest clips from previous episodes, go check out our Instagram at Very Nice Podcast and also our TikTok. We post funny clips there and some bonus content. Hopefully, I'll be doing some funny Borat themed pranks soon. Um, Yeah, make sure to listen to previous episodes. You can listen to them anywhere on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, leave a review. It helps us out. Give us Cinco stars. Five stars if you don't know Spanish. Um, What else? Subscribe to our Patreon if you want a bonus episode every month and a free mug, come included, which is really pretty. It has Borat's really cute face with a very nice podcast logo. Yay. Um, And yeah, hopefully once boxer briefs become a thing eventually, those will 
those will also be included in the Patreon subscription. So you're going to have to subscribe for some sexy undies for your lady friend to see or your guy friend to see. Um, You're worth it. Exactly. So with that, um, we hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your days and we'll see you guys later. Bye-bye.